Thanksgiving Eve, Dubai World announced that it may want to postpone servicing its debt. Shockwaves went through the world. Markets plunged the dollar rallied. But wait, that rally only lasted a day. What is happening here? Isn't supposed to be a risk aversion trade, a rally into the dollar? Is Dubai not important for the rest of the world? It sure is a local problem with the local stock markets plunging in the Arab world. To understand what's happening here and to look at the implications for the US dollar, let's take a step back and look at the major forces driving the world these days. In our assessment, the two major forces. One is the market force. The markets would like to have a credit contraction. We would have a severe recession, even a depression in the US in our assessment if it weren't for the government's effort stemming against that. That government effort is the reflationary effort, it's the money printing, it's the fiscal spending that's taking place. As long as the government is printing enough money and stemming against the flow, as long as the market perceives those forces to be working, we have the money flowing into the risky assets. But when the market forces take over, or at least when the mood is such that the market forces take over, we have an unwinding of that. So why is it that the shock waves that originated in Dubai only lasted for about a day? That's highly unusual. When the mood swings towards risk aversion, indeed there is a flight to quality. But is that flight still to the US dollar? It may be so. Indeed, we think there's a pendulum that swings between the US dollar and away from the dollar, depending on whether the reflationary efforts take hold or the market forces take the upper hand. However, we believe the pendulum may swing less to the US dollar every single time it swings back. There are two major reasons for that. On the one hand, the balance sheet of the US has substantially deteriorated over the last year, more so than the balance sheets of other countries because the fiscal spending has been even more aggressive than in other countries. The other reason is that other places around the world are also putting increased safeguards in place. So while the US continues to be a safe haven on the margin, less money is being allocated to the US. Now, that pendulum theory may be very well, but it doesn't explain why the rally in the dollar only lasted about a day after Dubai announced that it has problems that may have major repercussions. But don't ignore that central banks are now very trigger-friendly. Think about Helicopter Ben and his peers around the world. When there is the onset of a crisis, they now have the things in place, at least so they think, to push extra liquidity to get the markets going again. There's another factor contributing to the lack of enthusiasm for the US dollar. And that is that the policies employed are extremely inefficient. Most people agree that the cash for clunkers program is not a path for sustainable recovery but just a jolt in the arm. Similarly though, the programs by the Federal Reserve are mostly, in our assessment anyway, substituting rather than encouraging private sector activity. What that means is that a lot more money needs to be printed than many people are anticipating. And also, and here comes the real link to what's happening in Dubai, even though we print all this money, even though we make all this money available, many people still don't have access to that money. Dubai World's problem is not a Dubai-specific problem. It's a commercial real estate problem. It's an access to credit problem for anybody but the strongest players. If you do not have the government support, the cost of financing is expensive. Your business model is broken. 
be that in Dubai or be that in the corporate world in the US if you don't have pristine credit. And what that means is that we'll print ever more money and it will not reach the places except for on the margin. The places it does reach are the places where you have the most sensitivity to all the monetary and fiscal stimuli. It's the price of gold, it's the deteriorating US dollar, it's the Australian dollar. It is no surprise that Australia has just raised interest rates for the third consecutive time. The Australian dollar is the currency that has the highest correlation to the price of gold. The Australian economy has a, uh, has a very high dependence on, on resources and as such they're benefiting from all this reflationary effort where we're getting another commodity boom as a result. Whereas because of the downturn we should have a depression also in the commodity space. We don't have that because of the amazing government efforts. In our view what is going to happen is we're going to have more and more issues of more and more players who have difficulty accessing the credit markets and the government response seems to be to simply print ever more money. Now the US is more efficient at that as far as just using, ramping up the printing press than other regions in the world and that is one of the reasons why the US dollar is deteriorating at a faster pace than other currencies. If you want to learn more about how these dynamics may play out, please read my new book, Sustainable Wealth, Achieve Financial Security in a Volatile World of Debt and Consumption. Sign up to our free newsletter at MerckFunds.com. I'm Axel Merck. I'm Portfolio Manager at the Merck Mutual Funds. We manage currency mutual funds that typically do not employ leverage.